Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Special rebroadcast for the American Armed Forces and their allies. You're invited to drop in where the elite meet to eat. Duffy's Tavern. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet to eat. Archie DeMond, you speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Tonight, uh, Adolf Manjou. Adolf Manjou. Well, you remember Theta Barra? <laughs> well, uh, Manjou was a fashion plate when she was still a dish. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrific guy, Duffy. Uh, very suave. Huh? Your wife says you're suave? Duffy, she means a big, fat swab. <laughs> uh, you know who else is coming down here tonight, Duffy? Uh, that French dame, uh, Yvette. Yvette. Y-V-E-T-T-T-T-E. <laughs> yeah, she's a female chanteuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she sings, too. Uh, huh? Duffy? Oh, well, Duffy, I gotta go now. You know, uh, Clancy the cop? Yeah, Flatfoot Clancy. Uh, well, the club he belongs to is having a meeting here tonight. The name of the club? The, uh, Policeman's Tuesday Night Foot Bath and Discussion Club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adolf Manchu's gonna give a lecture on men's clothes. I'm, uh, writing it for him. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Men's Fashions Through the Ages, from the fig leaf to the BVD. <laughs> okay, well, I'll call you back, Duffy. <laughs>
lecture? Uh, don't bother me, Eddie. I gotta finish writing this lecture now. The well-dressed man must watch out how he garbs himself because he is always judged by his garbage. Uh, <laughs> since from time in memory, I'm... Now, Mr. Arthur, just, just a minute. Just, uh, you writing a talk on men's clothes? Yeah. For Adolf Monsieur? Yeah. Excuse me. Eddie, to any other man, that would be an insult. Mm. To any other man, I'd apologize. Accept it. You talking about clothes. Look at you. Your hat's bashed in. There's a rip in your pants. Gravy on your shirt. A hole in your socks. Well, Eddie, I'm wearing sports clothes. Uh, <laughs> besides, it is uh to uh, look too spick and spat. Uh, a man's clothes should have an air of care carelessness. Uh, casual. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why you look like a casualty. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I've always been a snappy dresser, already. When I was a kid, you know what the gang on the block used to call me? Archie the Fop. And why? Speech impediment? <laughs> no, because I was always so well-broomed. Always, uh, <clears throat> always first with the new styles. I remember I was the first guy on the block to come around with two-tone sneakers. Uh... <laughs> And very fastidious, Eddie. I was the kind of a guy, you know, if me collar got dirty, I'd change the whole shape. <laughs> now, uh, just because I don't look like I'm standing in Taylor's window like a dummy... Duh, oh, <laughs> Well, Finnegan, Finnegan, uh, is your Taylor's name Sam? So why, Arch? I think he made the pants too long. Uh, Finnegan... You can't even see your shoes. Well, to uh, tell you the truth, I'm trying to hide my shoes, George. Why? Well, I'm a little ashamed. Two of the buttons is missing. <laughs> Finnegan, are you still wearing button shoes? Well, Arch, I can't get new shoes on account of this rationing. What's the matter? Ain't you got an 18 coupon? Yeah, but what good is it? I wear a 12. <laughs> Finnegan, that's got nothing to do with it. You could have got your right size and taken your change in red token. Uh, <laughs> but outside of the shoes, you look very nice, Finnegan. Yeah. That, uh, that bow tie. Very smart. Don't fix up my true one. Yeah. Oh, it's very nice. Goes with everything. You could even wear a shirt with it. <laughs> hey, that's a very good idea, right? You're just the guy to help me with my problem. Uh, what's the problem, Finnegan? Oh, uh, well, look, uh, someday I get a full-dress suit. Should I wear gold studs or silver studs? Uh, full-dress suit. Well, it all depends, Finnegan. On what? On how much they want to spend on you, funeral. Funeral? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> you are. Oh. <laughs> well... We all got to go sometime. Look, Finnegan, don't bother me now. Tell Adolf Manju your trouble when he gets yeah, here, huh? Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, say, Archie. Uh, yeah, Miss Duffy. Uh, what's this I hear about a new French singer coming down here? So what about it? Uh, well, if you're going to hire a singer, what's wrong with my singing? Just two things, Miss Duffy. And they're both adenoids. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well... Don't say I didn't warn you, Archie. Papa hates French cantuses. Eh, he don't like nothing unless it's an Irish tenor. If 
play a Caruso record, Tommy. You gotta tell him it's John McCormick. That's <laughs> dopey, stupid Duffy. Now, just a second, Archie. Don't forget that stupid as he is, you are talking to my father's own flesh and blood. Hmm, granted. But why does he have to have such a maniac over Irish tenors? Ah, uh, because he's sentimental. Such a sweet old saucy. You should see him when there's an Irish tenor singing on the radio. He melts. I have even seen him stop hitting Mama till the song was over. <laughs> yeah, and he's right, because the Irish are the best singers in the world. Now, wait a minute. That's a very broad statement. Don't forget that there are Russians and other creeds who are uh, pretty good singers, too. What about Tolstoy? <laughs> uh, well, yes, Tolstoy. Uh, but that's only one case. What about Galakirchi? What about Galakirchi? Well, wasn't he a great singer? Well, certainly Galakirchi was a great singer. And where did Galakirchi come from? From Italy. Well, Italy is not Russia, is it? No. Well, there you are. <laughs> there I am where, Miss Duffy? Well, if Italy is not Russia and Galakirchi came from Italy, how can you say that Tolstoy is a better singer than the Irish? <laughs> Would you mind playing that back again? No, you better not. Look, Miss Duffy, I didn't say that Tolstoy is a better singer than the Irish. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead and get a Russian. Go get Galakirchi. <laughs> if I did get Galakirchi, your old man would want him to sing Wee Wee McCree. Archie, the name of the song is Wee Wee Mother McCree. <laughs> I gotta get this lecture finished for right out, mind you. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Who's that lovely dish coming in, Eddie? Uh, I think that's that French singer you was expecting, Miss Yvette. Oh, what a hunk of French pastry. <laughs> uh, good evening, Cherie Mamselle. Uh, leave me bid you best of my mucho. <laughs> Merci, monsieur. Well, the mercy is mutual. Who's our tres revisat? <laughs> vous êtes gentil, monsieur. Où avez-vous appris parler le français? Oui. 
Peut-être monsieur n'a pas compris ma question. Oui. <rire> Uh, Parlez-vous français? Oui, naturellement. Très bien, monsieur. Ah, I bet. You make me feel right at home. Why? Are you French? A part. Only a small part, of course. Uh, mm. Was your mother French? My mother was French, yeah. And your father? He's French, too. Oh. Well, then, uh, why are you only part French? Well, we were a very large family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... <clears throat> I was brought up talking French, you know. I remember I was 15 years old before I learned to say hot dog instead of crepe Suzette. <laughs> Are you the manager of the seven? Yeah, I'm Archie, the maitre d'. Excuse me, Mrs. Vest. Who are you? I'm Eddie, the waiter d'. Eddie, please, one does not interrupt a tea to tea unless one wants uh, all of one's teeth knocked out. <laughs> But the customers would like to hear Miss Yvette sing. Oh, uh, Mademoiselle uh, Yvette, uh, voulez uh, chanter us a small shanty? Uh, Monsieur Venuti. We are. S'il vous play a number for Mademoiselle Yvette. Okay, fellas. Attention. Un, deux, trois, go. <laughs> Cathedral bells were tolling And our hearts sang on Was it the spell of Paris Or the London dawn Who knows when we shall meet again But when the morning chimes Ring sweet again Sweet again But I'll be seen. 
that. You know, we ought to have a dame like that singing the joint regulator. You know, she could have cracked the French crowd. Yeah, she's already... She's already doing it. Here come Mr. Adolph Monsieur now. Well, Adolph. Well, Mr. Manju, uh, Duffy's is indeed proud to welcome a man of your distinguished haberdashery. Uh, <laughs> and furthermore, it is with uh, humble hospitability that we solicit uh, our extenditations to your august uh, presence amidst these circular glooms. Uh, what is this, a filibuster? Uh, what's a filibuster? Well, it's a speech about nothing made by a guy who knows all about it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine meeting Adolf Manchu in person. You know, I never missed uh, one of your pictures. Well, it's nice to meet one of the paying public. Well, you didn't make much off of me, you know. <laughs> During most of your career, I got in for half price. <laughs> Archie, Archie, please. Never mind, uh, never remind an actor of his age. It's tough enough to face the fact that I'm nearing 39. <laughs> What is this, your second time around? <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, can I ask a Mac question oh, now? Oh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Marjo, uh, this is Clifton Finnegan. He, uh, he has a problem. I'll say he has. <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Marjo, uh, here is my problem. So when I get my full dress suit, uh, should I wear gold studs or silver studs? Well, that varies according to the taste of the undertaker. <laughs> undertaker? That's just what Archie said. So, Mr. Manjo, this full dress suit is going to be for me wedding. A wedding? Yeah. Well, is it an afternoon or an evening affair? Oh, I expect it to last longer than that. <laughs> just a second, Finnegan. When are you getting married? Oh, just as soon as I get the license. Well, congratulations. Where, where did you get the girl? Don't they give you that with the license? <laughs> and thank you, Clifton Finnegan. Hey, <laughs> uh... Dolph, uh, talking about clothes, uh, that's a nice-looking suit you got on there. Buy it new? No, no. No, I had it made. Yeah, you have to have a maid, huh? I don't. I just walk into a store, put on a 38 suit, have the sleeves lengthen, lengthen the pants, take in the waist, pad the shoulders, reset the buttons, and walk right out with a suit, a perfect 38. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have to have mine made. I guess I'm just a misfit. Yeah, I guess you are then, huh? Well, uh, the one you look, uh, the one you got on there looks pretty good. How do you get that nice, sharp crease in the pants? Well, I have a smooth mattress. Uh, <laughs> I use a damp cloth and a hot rock. Uh, what do you use for a damp cloth? That uh, shirt you're wearing? Well, I was just waiting for you to notice this shirt. Uh, how do you like it? It's lovely. What color was it? <laughs> I don't remember, but it's nice material. Beautiful material. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, broad cloth. Yeah. yeah, but what's the difference? It's a man's style. Uh, uh, 
like I said in the lecture I was well, writing here. Well, well, if it ain't me old friend Archie. Well, Officer Clancy, uh, excuse me a minute, Tom, I'll be right with you. Clancy, I ain't seen flat in the foot of you in weeks. <laughs> Glad to see you. Well, it's lucky I am to be here. What do you mean? Well, this morning I was on duty, taking a little nap in the back room over at Grogan's, uh -huh. when a terrible thing happened. What happened? Grogan's kid sneaked me blackjack out of me pocket and hit me over the head with it. Well, gee, that could be serious, Clancy. It was. It broke every cigar in me hat. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here. What about the rest of the cops in the club? Are they coming? Of course. Uh, how many? Sixteen of them just came in through the back entrance. What other way? Uh, <laughs> Sixteen? I, I thought there was going to be nineteen. Well, a few of the boys couldn't show up. You see, the commissioner has ordered a drive against bookies. And the boys are busy placing some last-minute bets. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, Archie, when are you starting your lecture? Well, I mean... Uh, uh, say, Archie, I have to be running along now. But, Adolf, you can't go now. You can't get the lecture. Well, what lecture? A lecture on clothes that you're going to give to the cops. I wrote it for you. You wrote a lecture on clothes? For me? Look, Adolf, uh, maybe I look like a bit of a slob now, but <laughs> uh, remember the old pervert, the... Uh, the hole in a man's pants is not the window to his soul. <laughs> so what do you say? No, definitely no. No, hmm? Uh, Archie, Archie, let me handle this. Uh, Mr. Minju, is that your automobile outside? Yes. Parked next to the hydrant? Next to the hydrant? My car's parked at least 20 feet from the hydrant. Okay, we'll move the hydrant unless you would like to proceed with the lecture. And your point is well taken. Where's the speech? Well, uh, Adolf, uh, have you looked over that lecture that I wrote? Yes, Arch. Well, tell me, uh, what do you think of it? It would take the heart out of Schaffner and Marx. <laughs> that is a very corny insult. Now, uh, I write them, you just read them. Read the lecture. Now, Clancy, uh, start the meeting, will you? Okay, Archie. Here we go. The meeting of the policeman's Tuesday night foot bath and discussion club will now come to order. I now present Mr. Adolf Minju. No record. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, uh, leave us begin our discourse appertaining to men's starty, startyoriality. Archie, startyoriality. Yeah, men's clothes. What'd you think it was, a barber shop? <laughs> uh, proceed ahead. Mm-hmm. The first clothes that was known to primitive man was loincloth. But loincloth was difficult to get because loins is very ferocious beef. <laughs> they, uh, they do not stand still while you take off their cloths. <laughs> so, uh... Primitive man was dressed very naked until the invention of the sheep. The skin of the sheep is very valuable. From the outside, we get wool, and from the inside, we get diplomas. <laughs> Archie. Archie, this is abominable. Yeah, but you ain't come to the best part. Continue. <laughs> well, the uh, greatest step in clothing was the invention of the cotton gin machine. A machine for removing the gin from cotton. <laughs> Well, previously, on account of the cotton being full of this gin, it was good for nothing. 
But after Eli Whitney's invention, cotton became the equal of wool, which never touched the stuff. <laughs> Archie, where do you get your facts? Research. I dreamed them up. <laughs> Go ahead. And now we come to chapter two, proper dress for policemen. Foot patrolmen should have their shoes stretched so they are large and comfortable. Mounted uh, patrolmen will require other adjustments. Stop it, Minjul. You're a bum. What's the matter, Clancy, the you bum? <laughs> Why, the man that wrote that lecture to be thrown in jail. Who is the culprit? Uh, wait a minute. Not a minute. Not a word, uh, Adolph. Let's stick together. Uh, neither one of us wrote it, Clancy. Uh, it was wrote by an expert. Who's the expert? Let me at him. Let me at him. Well, we ain't sure, Clancy, but uh, I think I know how I can find out. Uh, I would like to ask the assembled crowd here one interesting question. When wearing a full-dress suit, does one wear gold studs or silver studs? The, the, at the times on the Clancy or on the Clancy. There's your man, Clancy. Huh? Take him away. Do nothing. <laughs> Before we leave Duffy's, leave us put a couple of nickels in Duffy's jukebox. The plant is spinning, the needle comes down, it's music. You can find out, sir. I would like to ask the assembled crowd here one interesting question. When wearing a full-dress suit, does one wear gold studs or silver studs? At the times on the Clancy or on the Clancy. There's your man, Clancy. Huh? Take him away. Do nothing. Before we leave Duffy's, leave us put a couple of nickels in Duffy's jukebox. The plant is spinning. The needle comes down. It's music. <laughs> 